you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We are almost halfway through. Man, that is hard to believe. We're heading into week eight. Welcome to the NFL Power Rankings show, everybody. Presented to you by Energizer from our studios in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano, the man on the other side of the screen. The man who is up late Monday night listening to Creed on his iTunes and trying to figure out what to do with the new rankings when four of his top seven lose is Eric at home. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I've recovered. I think the power ranking gods had a good uh, laugh at our expense uh, last uh, Monday night, I should say. So we've recovered. We've, we've put an order together. We're pretty proud of them. They laugh in your general direction. And they look at the rankings right now on the screen. You can do it as well. Scan the QR code. Go to NFL.com slash power rankings. And when you do, you see Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Ho-hum. Just like you thought. As we get near the middle of the season, sitting there at number one. Then the Eagles are up three. Last year's or last week's number one, the Niners are down two to number three. The Ravens, the Dolphins, the Jaguars, the Lions, and your Dallas Cowboys, everybody. Let's open up with the 49ers because they were number one. And again, as mentioned, you're on deadline. You got to sit up late Monday night, not as if you weren't going to be watching anyway, to see the fighting Brock Purdy's lose back-to-back games, Eric, for the first time in a year. It hadn't happened yeah. since week six and seven of a year ago. Listen, they lost to a great defense last week on the road in Cleveland. Jake Moody missed a field goal, but everyone thought they were going to pick it up, right? They, they go on the road yeah. to Minnesota. Kirk Cousins isn't winning this game. And then what happened, right? Yeah, it, it was a surprising result, uh, just as I think what happened in Cleveland coming off the high, the, the, the five-game win streak they opened the season with. But I'm glad you mentioned week six and week seven last year. Remember, they were a three and four team a year ago. And what happened immediately after that, they ripped off 10 straight uh, regular season wins, You know, had some success in the playoffs, and told the NFC Championship game. To me, this is still a better team than what they had last year. All the questions at quarterback, we hadn't even figured out Brock Purdy was the starter, but 
look, you know, Purdy was not the guy Monday night, especially in the fourth quarter. I mean, two interceptions, five of ten passing, didn't really get much done. A couple of high throws uh, lead to picks. And, you know, uh, credit to the Vikings for shortening the game and, and making it an eight-possession game and really minimizing the the, 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 the chances for the 49ers to, to capitalize on every single one of them. So, you know, the game plan was great. However, I expected the 49ers to come in and flex their muscles. They got in a hole early. They couldn't dig their way out of it. Yeah, and Brock Purdy had two possessions at the end of the game with a chance to do yeah. something and rally him back. Eddie threw two picks, both of them to Cameron Bynum. I also think it's a bit concerning that neither Nick Bosa nor anybody, Randy Gregory, yeah. anybody on that defensive line got to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he escaped once or twice. They didn't sack him. And now the 49ers go back home and they face, before their bye, a very well-rested Bengals team that is coming off a bye. Not saying it's a must-win, but you don't want to go into that bye on a three-game losing streak, do you? No, you don't. They are number three. The team ahead of them, we're, we're kind of working out of order here today, Eric. The Philadelphia Eagles. They are the number two team in football. They move up three after a big resounding win, pulled away late over the Dolphins. Were you tempted to put them at one? I was. I thought about it, right? I mean, Kansas City consistently, even if it hasn't always been impressive since, you know, since the week one loss, is taking care of business. You know, I've argued they haven't even played their best game yet. So I, I kept them ahead of the Eagles for this point, but hard not to argue what happened Sunday. It was kind of a three-phase victory. Yeah, Miami had a few moments. They had the pick six. There were a few uh, shaky uh, elements to the game for Philadelphia, but in the end, overwhelm them you know they they hung tough with the secondary that was sort of a patchwork group and oh by the way you just throw up the bat signal and and uh, trader howie roseman comes in with kevin bayard after the game i mean what a, what a move but from what we saw sunday putting pressure on Tua tongue of really forcing it out of his hands you know a little bit of luck along the way dropped touchdowns some, some penalties for miami but still i thought it was an impressive performance all the way around and I think this A.J. Brown guy is uh, pretty good after a slow start. Uh, yeah, they've made good trades. Howie Roseman has two really good <laughs> yeah. trades. Not that the others haven't been good. With the Titans, you get A.J. Brown, and, and then you get Kevin Byard, who is an all-pro safety mm-hmm. guy as well that you know has a career in broadcasting as, as he was in here uh, doing broadcast boot camp at NFL Network back during the yep. offseason. All you give up is a five out of six, and Terrell Edmonds here. So you, you, you trade a safety for a safety, and the picks they gave up weren't even their picks. They were picks that they had gotten in other trades. So, yeah, there's that. And now the Eagles, as the number two team, get the Commanders this week, and we are still trying to figure out the Commanders. The team the Eagles beat, we are also still trying to figure out, Eric. They are the Dolphins. They are down a couple spots to number five. And I'll repeat here what I said last week. And I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. You have every right to be angry at me, but just look at the numbers. Eric, they haven't beaten anybody. They've played two really good teams, (laughs) the Bills... I mean, the Bills have three losses now, and now the Eagles, and they have been beaten soundly in both. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a stark difference between the level of competition and how the, the Dolphins have played. There's also a difference, I think, between, uh, you know, Devin H. and being on the field and him not being there. They didn't have him Sunday. They got away from the run game early, but the results weren't there when they did. So you can understand why Mike McDaniel felt like, hey, we've got to get the quick passing game going. We don't have our weaponry in the backfield. And it just kind of slimmed everything down and and made it a little less dangerous. And so, 
you know, offensive line taking a big step back, probably their worst game of the year. They're still shorthanded there. Uh, you know, we, we, we should see Connor Williams return. We'll see about Armstead. So that there's some hope for reimbur- uh, you know, uh, improvement from within. But that's got to be the case in the secondary, too. I thought the Eagles really kind of picked on those corners a little bit. You know, you get Xavier Howard back. You get Jalen Ramsey back. I'm less worried. But back to your original point, Andrew. I mean, until they beat a quality team and do so, you know, on the road, relatively convincingly, something like that, I think we're going to have some questions about this group and, and just how viable they will become, you know, December, January in the, in the home stretch of the season. It's really interesting because this week, the Dolphins get a rematch with Bill Belichick and the Patriots. It's a rematch from week two. And back in week two, seems like 10 years ago, the Patriots actually played them really well. Now, Christian Gonzalez yep. was up and active and played a big role in that game. But, hey, maybe the maybe the Patriots found a way to slow them down after a huge performance against the Chargers week one. This is the rematch. Obviously, the Patriots aren't that good, but they won last week. Regardless, keep an eye on the Dolphins and the Patriots this week. Our team of the week now which is presented by Truist, the Baltimore Ravens, Eric. The Baltimore Ravens, who check in today as the number four team in your power rankings, they had what we thought was going to be the game of the week against the Lions. They ended that game by the end of the first quarter. (laughs) It was a shocking result for a lot of us. I think everybody felt like this Detroit team was going to come in and give them a real test. And look, this is a Baltimore team that's lost at home to the Colts with a backup quarterback. So you could understand why people thought this was going to be a great matchup. Instead, they sent a big statement. Best offensive performance of the year. We're seeing the fruits of, of Todd Munkin's labor finally start to come out. Maybe some holes in the Lions, but that's a separate issue. I just thought what the Ravens did was unlike anything they'd really done, probably since week one when they kind of put the foot on the neck of the Texans. But even that, this performance where they said, oh, you, you think you're a, you're, you're a playoff contender right here. Well, let me show you what it looks like. And uh, look, I'll, I'll ask it to you. Do they not look like a Super Bowl team if they're operating sure. with that kind of offensive efficiency? I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at after that game. Well, Lamar wasn't running to run. He, he was staying in the pocket. His accuracy this year <laughs> is as good as it's ever been. They used the play fake and, and took advantage of those aggressive linebackers masterfully from, from the first quarter on. They could have Eric gotten to 50. This could have been a 50-burger. They took their foot off the gas at the end. And when you face Lamar Jackson for the first time, you're not in a vision foe. You don't have a plan. Look, they had a plan. The plan didn't work. And the Ravens are that good now. Maybe a letdown game this week. They're on the road in Arizona as we air this on Tuesday evening on the NFL channel here. It still, we think, is going to be Josh Dobbs. Maybe that changes. But regardless, yeah, the Ravens are in first. And I don't know that anybody wants to play them right now. The flip side of it, though, the Lions. I know they have a lot of defensive injuries here. They had fought through all of those injuries. Injuries in the offensive backfield as well. Um, I don't want to blame the injuries here, but I still wouldn't want to play them, Eric. You still do have them in the top 10. Yeah, I really struggle with where to place them, right? They'd, they'd accrued so much goodwill up to this point. You know, they weren't just the darlings. They backed it up with good play. Even the loss to Seattle, you felt like wasn't so demoralizing because, okay, the offense played well. They had a chance at the end. They were in it. Yeah, it was coming off the, the week one win, but... That one, you know, pales in comparison to what we saw Sunday. This time, the team that loves punching people in the mouth got punched a couple times and couldn't respond. And 
you know, the more the most demoralizing play, kind of what you described with Lamar earlier, was you know seeing seeing Aiden Hutchinson and these rushers who we used to seeing getting to the quarterback flail around for eight nine seconds while Lamar decides where he's going to throw it back in the end zone touchdown. To me, that was the play where you felt like they're just not going to have an answer for him today, and they haven't really done well against mobile quarterbacks in recent years. Is that just a flaw? the injuries factor in there they lose jerry jacobs right before the game you know there, there were some bad roles there but at the same time how they respond is going to say a lot about the the fighting dan campbells at this point the fighting dan campbells listen i still would not want to have to go to detroit and face them at the postseason I, I don't i still think they are the third best team in the <laughs> nfc i do and i'm going to say they're better than the cowboys you have them ranked better than the Cowboys. You have Dallas at number eight. But again, it's you're going to be put on a pedestal a lot. How do they answer? They come back now with a Monday night game this week to close out week eight against the Raiders. They are clearly the better team, but this is their first Monday night home game since 2018, since after they made the playoffs and went to lose in Seattle in 2017. All right. The Lions 7 and the Cowboys 8. We're just getting rolling here on the NFL Power Ranking Show presented to you by Energizer. Coming up, do we have a three-loss team in the top 10? We do. We'll tell you which one straight ahead. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. But wait, there's more on the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. The Buffalo Bills are down two 
but they are still in the top 10 with three losses at number nine. The Cleveland Browns don't move despite winning somehow in Indianapolis. The Seahawks don't move despite winning as well at home. Bengals, Steelers, Jets, Texans, and Falcons rounding out the top 16. All of them moving up. Eric Edholm, of course, is putting these numbers together. And he has the Bills as a top 10 team, despite not one, not two, Eric, but three losses. And despite losing to Mac Jones and the Patriots. I'm not trying to slam Mac Jones nor Bill Belichick, but we had seen how they had looked in previous weeks. This was not supposed to be a game, Eric. Yeah, it wasn't really. And, uh, you know, it's the third straight game, uh, Andrew, where... The offense has started very slowly. This is not a new, you know, new theme. We've been talking about it for a while. And it's essentially turned it over to the defense and special teams and said, all right, you guys take care of business. You know, we got your back. We'll get there eventually. But hold the fort until we're ready to get going. And look, the, the defense without Matt Milano, without Trey White, without Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, you you go on and on. I mean, look, they're, they're gutted on that side of the ball. They're going to have an off day every now and then, even against the likes of a struggling Patriots offense. So, you know, look, this is this is the kind of thing where I really debated, do they belong in the top 10? Should I drop them way you know, beyond that? I felt like we give them another chance, right? We feel like there's enough firepower here to make this thing work eventually. But it's hard not to, to sort of poke holes in, the, in their resume right now. They're, they're a complex team. They are, and I, I think people just assume that when you lose Matt Milano and Tredavious White, you plug other guys into their uniforms and then nothing nothing changes. That is not the case. Right. This team has taken some major hits. Dawson Knox now needs wrist surgery as well. No word on how long yeah. he is going to be out. They, they drafted Dalton Kincaid, so yay. I mean, they should be fine there, but he is still a rookie. They get a short week. They get the Bucks coming to town. You hope to get to five and three and then you get a little bit of the mini buy here they're still in the top 10 they're still very much a playoff team they are at number nine the browns also look like a playoff team here they are at number 10 they have a massive question mark eric at quarterback but they don't have a question at defensive end i was in the building <laughs> for what was one of the greatest defensive performances i have ever seen turned in by miles garrett or anyone he took over the game. And when you have a quarterback situation where you go into every single game now not knowing what to expect out of that position, you're going to need a Miles Garrett takeover game every now and then. Now, they may not get that every single week, right? But this was a, a tremendous performance, absolutely time after time. You know, the strip sack in the end zone, the blocked field goal, you name it. I mean, he was a one-man wrecking force. But, you know, some other elements of the defense gave up some plays. Certainly the offense was scattershot at times, but boy, I just, my question is, can they sustain this? That's the biggest thing. Without, with all the unknowns of Deshaun Watson, the injuries at the running back spot, now Ford is hurt. You know, Mari Cooper, great one week, a ghost in the first half uh, on Sunday. It's just a, it's a, it's a lot of factors. And, and you've seen this team up close uh, two weeks in a row, Andrew. I mean, I think they look like a playoff team too, but. I'm starting to – I got a lot of balls I'm juggling in the air and whether I can keep them all going, I don't know. Yeah, the biggest issue is the quarterback. And Deshaun Watson was supposed to be okay. He looked okay in practice on Friday. Came out Sunday and clearly was not okay. And even though Kevin Stefanski says, 
we, we were benching him to protect him after he took the big hit. He had clear concussion protocol. You know, you know what? Just, just stay over there. We'll let the defense win this game. On the five passes that he threw, he didn't look right. He didn't look like he had the zip on that ball. Julian Blackman comes all the way from the other hash to pick him off on that first interception. And you're like, if he has more of an arm, does Blackman even have a chance to get there? He threw a second pick, which the ball hit the ground. So, look, he he didn't look right. And they have to figure it out. P.J. Walker, as good as this defense is, likely doesn't take you to the playoffs. Will Deshaun Watson be back? Do you put him on IR? I mean, these are questions that they now have to answer and have to navigate. I think they can survive um, without Jerome Ford for a couple of weeks. I'm a big Pierre Strong fan, believe it or not, and Kareem Hunt looks okay, scored two touchdowns. Uh, But Kevin Stefanski, give him coach of the year right now because he is navigating through all of this, and they are four and two. Let's do some power moves for another AFC North team. These power moves are presented by Energizer. I admittedly didn't think the Steelers were going to come in here to L.A. and beat the Rams. But they did what they always do here, Eric. Kenny Pickett starts slowly, and then in the fourth quarter, he just figures it out. <laughs> it's, it's every week, right? 192 or their 300 yards game in the fourth quarter. It's like I tell my kids, Andrew, it doesn't have to be this hard, okay? There's a better way to do it, right? However, with Mike Tomlin involved, you know his team's going to play for four quarters. Maybe that wasn't the case in Houston, but still, every other game this season they've competed. And look, those two games, Houston and San Francisco, we looked at them and said, are they any good? Are they are they a good football team? Defensively, offensively, big questions, but they found ways to win games. And you come into the fourth quarter trailing, you leave it flexing your chest. They dominated the, the final 15 minutes, even with you know a couple of boneheaded uh, you know, taunting penalties and things like that. They may not have even gotten the last uh, Kenny Pickett sneak they there. They did but not. The point is, they did not. Let's just stay. Uh, let's be diplomatic. Yeah, that's that's the deal. I I, I really want to like this team more than I do, but I have listened to you, Steelers fans. I have moved them up. They're in the top fourteen. They're in that playoff march right now. Yeah. Real quick here, there's a loophole when it comes to NFL officiating here. All turnovers on downs are automatically reviewed, right? So if Kenny mm-hmm. Pickett was ruled to have been short of the first down, they would have gotten an automatic review. Um, But getting the first down on fourth down is not automatically reviewed. Everyone in the building, including Kenny Pickett, knows that if they had reviewed that, (laughs) it wasn't a first down. Regardless, the Steelers won the game, and Sean McVay was out of timeouts. Let's do Germany and remind you that coming up, weeks 9 and 10, we have games in Germany. Week 9, the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Week 10, it's the Colts. And the Patriots in Frankfurt. You can watch the game on NFL Network and you can stream it on NFL Plus, plus.nfl.com, plus.nfl.com exclusively right here on NFL Network. Now, I was getting so excited here about future champions. Let's do them. They're presented by FanDuel as we show you a team with the best odds to win the NFC South, a team that has already gone overseas this year. The Atlanta Falcons, they are the favorite after Desmond Ritter comes alive. Eric Late and sets up Young Way Koo for a game winner. You have the Falcons up 6-16. to 16. 
They have a formula, don't they, right? Let the kicker take care of business late. Desmond Ritter has led him back four times this year, but six interceptions, six fumbles, three fumbles Sunday after a three-pick game the week before. Stop the turnovers, Desmond. You're making it too tough. The, the Bijan situation was a little weird, but look, they came out with a win over a division foe on the road. Can't really argue with that. So credit to them. They keep finding ways to, to get it done in, in these situations. They don't win impressively, but they get it done. Yeah, I don't know what the big stink is with the Bijan thing. The guy wasn't feeling well, so he didn't finish the game. He wasn't feeling well. You ever yep. wake up on a Sunday morning and not feel well? Me too. Falcons awesome. <laughs> won the game thanks to Young Way Koo's <laughs> bomb right there. And they beat the fighting Baker Mayfield. All right, coming up on the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. The Vikings pulled the stunner on Monday night. What now do they do? Kirk Cousins not getting traded. That's straight ahead. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the NFL Power Ranking Show presented by Energizer. The countdown continues. I feel like Casey Kasem telling you the Bucks are down 5-17, to 17, followed by the Rams, the Saints, and the Vikings there at 20. Indianapolis, the L.A. Chargers, the Green Bay Packers, and the Las Vegas Raiders, according to one, Eric Edholm. He has the Vikings up 5, Eric, after beating and stunning the 49ers on Monday night, and they're kind of in this middle ground of mediocrity in the NFC. They're kind of in it for a wild card, or, or, or do they trade Kirk Cousins? I don't know. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, right. I mean, they're pretty interesting all of a sudden, right? I mean, that, that trade Kirk talk should quiet down after 
probably his best game in, in at least a year, if not longer, maybe one of the best games we've seen by a quarterback this season. And to do it without Justin Jefferson, to do it you know, with Addison leaving the game briefly, the, the massive night he had stealing a touchdown away from Trevarius Ward after he'd had one taken away from him earlier in the game. You know, just so many things went right. They rotated the running backs. It was effective. The offensive line didn't get killed. And defensively, look, they, they forced the key turnovers. That's what they wanted to do. The two late interceptions, the early Christian McCaffrey fumble. It was uh, a great game plan, very well executed. And, you know, a, a loss that can kind of, or a win rather, that can springboard them into something really interesting all of a sudden. This is a team that won a lot of games last year, so don't count them out yet. And as we sit here today, they are three and four in the eight spot in the NFC somehow, and seven teams make the playoffs. But this week, they also go to Green Bay, and the Vikings are one of those teams where I say they're not good enough to just start checking off wins. So so what are they getting in Green Bay this week? You have the Packers down 3-23. to Yeah, they're getting a team that we're already starting to question, or at least the, the, the nervous Packer fans and people who follow that team, whether Jordan Love is the guy. I don't seem to remember this happening in 2008 with Aaron Rodgers, but look, I mean, he's only been slightly worse than Rodgers was, in, interestingly enough, through his first six starts. I think there's a little bit of a panic factor here. The fact that he's thrown interceptions in four straight games, that's a big deal. I want to see this defense uh, you know, continue the, the way they played the other day, but it's about Love consistently getting the ball to those talented receivers. They don't do that. They don't have a chance, I don't know. Packers fans are sad. As are fans of <laughs> the bottom of your rankings, let's get the yeah. end of the line on the board here. The Commanders, the Titans, who trade Kevin Bayard, who's next? The Broncos, the Patriots, the Bears are up to 29. They got a two in front of their name now. The Giants, the Cardinals, and the winless Carolina Panthers. What do we make of the Commanders? I mean, they should have beaten the Giants, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, they should have. Absolutely. I mean, look, the, the block field goal, the chances they had down there. Sam Howell is sort of coming to the spotlight. Is he the guy? Is he going to get benched this week, next week? After that, is Eric Bieniemy's play calling helping all the pressure that's been hit on them up front? Look, they've got to fix something offensively even quick before this Eagles game and, and decide who their quarterback is for the rest of the season, Andrew. Remember, past performance is not necessarily indicative of future gains. So if you don't like where Eric put your team this week, don't worry. Something crazy is going to happen in week eight. It always does. And then your team's going to be somewhere else next week. So don't get mad. Just, just watch week eight. And we thank you for watching this show. You got it, Eric. Every week. And remember, we're a podcast. Download us. Like, write a review. Say you like us. I hope you do. That's Eric. I'm Andrew. Goodbye. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.